yesterday, President Biden announced that he'll release an unprecedented amount of oil from the U.S. Strategic Reserve, 180 million barrels. This is a wartime bridge to increase oil supply until production ramps up later this year. And it is by far the largest release of our, net, of our national reserve in our history. It will provide historic amount of supply for a historic amount of time, a six-month bridge to the fall. It's Biden's latest effort to reduce record high gas prices, which have shot up by nearly a dollar in the past three months. But how much of a difference will this move make and how quickly will drivers start to see a change at the pump? Joining us now is Patrick DeHaan, head of petroleum analysis at GasBuddy. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to Reset. Thanks for having me. So for those who aren't familiar, Patrick, can you tell us a bit about GasBuddy and what you do? GasBuddy is a gas price tracker uh, that's tracks gas prices at 150,000 stations across the U.S. and Canada to help motorists find the lowest prices near them. Uh, and I'm the head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, essentially uh, watching markets, analyzing markets, and letting know Gas Buddy users what's coming ahead at the pump. Nice. So what exactly is the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve? As I mentioned, Biden plans to release more oil from there. Right. Well, the Strategic Reserve uh, was uh, was uh, built after the uh, oil embargo back in the 70s, in which we saw gas lines and shortages uh, persistent across the U.S. for quite some time. And the SPR was built after that to offset what could be a uh, emergency disruption to the flow of oil globally. And since uh, since the 80s, uh, the U.S. has been filling up the SPR. Uh, with at 1.725 million barrels of oil. Uh, In the last few years, though, we have started to see withdrawals from that, including uh, the announcement uh, from the president yesterday uh, to use some of the oil that the U.S. uh, has essentially in its reserve Mm -hmm. uh, to help push oil prices down at a time of record gas prices. Yeah, so so is that going to help? Is this move going to play a significant role in reducing these high gas prices? I think that's what's on everyone's minds. Mm-hmm. Well, significant could be debatable. I think it will definitely have some impact. Oil prices yesterday fell nearly 6% after this was announced. Now, I will say as well that uh, there's a lot of moving pieces uh, to this equation, um, and it should help push prices down. In fact, already in Chicago over the last week, we've seen prices decline by close to $0.04 cents a gallon. Oil prices had been declining ahead of this announcement, and this should provide additional momentum somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe 10 to as much as $0.25 cents a gallon, so long as no outside factors like the situation in Russia uh, and Ukraine uh, change. Now, this isn't the first time that Biden's released oil from the reserve. He released 30 million barrels last month and 50 million barrels back in November. At the time, that was the largest release in history. So talk more about the the kind of impact on prices those efforts had. Well, uh, the the first release uh, of 50 million barrels last fall was to offset an energy crunch that had developed because at the time uh, Russia had uh, basically curtailed flows of natural gas to Europe, which put Europe in a predicament uh, with not enough energy. And so the 50 million barrels uh, was broken down by 32 million of the 50 were going to be essentially on loan to oil companies, and they would have to replenish them later. And 18 million barrels were essentially sent out into the market. Now, not all oil companies participated to buy that oil, um, but essentially that was to help alleviate prices then. Um, And uh, then we had a 30 million barrel announcement after the uh, Russia war 
war on Ukraine began to help ease um, a, a supply crunch uh, mm-hmm. because of sanctions that were placed on Russia and the inability then for oil uh, to flow as it normally did. And that's the same thing it looks like the administration is trying to achieve here is provide more oil to a global market that is desperate for more crude oil as much of uh, the global economy recovers from the worst parts of the pandemic. Patrick, are other countries doing this too? Are they also releasing oil from their strategic reserves? Well, we have seen that in the past. In fact, uh, part of the 30 million barrel release uh, from about a month and a half ago was also met with coordinated efforts from other countries to release oil. Uh, And it's possible that this 180 million barrels could uh, be part of a coordinated effort as well that we're just not aware of, or at least it could be kind of an unofficial coordinated effort as the International Energy Agency members are meeting today. So it's certainly possible that more countries could get on board with this Mm -hmm. to help alleviate the rising price of oil globally. You know, Biden's approval ratings, they've dipped, right, especially amid the high inflation and and these high gas prices that we're talking about. So do you think that this move could help him and Democrats ahead of the midterm elections? Well, it certainly could help politicians. And, you know, the timing, of course, is very interesting because, as you mentioned, uh, Biden's approval ratings had slipped. Uh, and part of the reason, of course, Americans cite uh, high gas prices. And now this may alleviate part of that. So this could improve the situation potentially with his approval ratings um, as long as gas prices decline. And as long as there's not an offsetting move or something that develops between Russia and Ukraine that, that, uh, that offsets the potential decline in the price of oil. What else is affecting gas prices right now, other than what Biden's calling Putin's price hike? Mm -hmm. Well, even preceding Russia's war in Ukraine, prices were already fairly high uh, compared to the past several years. And much of that was induced by the pandemic. Uh, many Chicagoans uh, started working remotely. And, of course, there were a lot of restrictions and lockdowns for most of 2020 that caused a, a massive shock to oil prices, oil prices briefly trading negative in 2020, kind of highlighting how demand had plummeted. And that big decline in demand forced oil companies to basically go back to the drawing board, cutting oil production because Americans were not uh, filling up as often, mm-hmm. which also uh, curbed the price of oil. So oil companies let thousands of workers go, shutting down uh, a lot of production. The U.S. saw a drop from 13 million barrels of oil production down to about 10 million at the peak. And uh, now we've seen economic recovery uh, at a very swift pace. And now oil companies are behind uh, on on restoring that output. Yeah. And and as we, we talk about Putin, remind us why, Patrick, uh, the war in Ukraine is affecting gas prices here uh, if if the U.S. only imports less than 10 percent of its oil from Russia? Well, oil is, is very much a global commodity. Um, and what happens in the world's largest oil producers have ripple effects globally, uh, such as an example last August when Hurricane Ida shut down nearly the entirety of U.S. offshore oil production. It didn't affect just oil prices here. It affected oil prices globally because the U.S. is a significant piece to global oil supply, as is Russia. Uh, while the U.S. may not receive much Russian crude oil, other countries do, and we are all interconnected. Um, and, you know, another example, Saudi Arabia being one of the world's largest oil producers, what happens there if there are attacks, as there have been in the past, uh, that imperils the flow of oil? Again, it can have a drastic impact. So oil is a global commodity, and yeah. what happens in significant oil-producing countries has very far-reaching effects. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking about Biden's 
recent announcement that he'll release an unprecedented 180 million barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. My guest is Patrick DeHaan, who's head of petroleum analysis at GasBuddy. Uh, in his announcement yesterday, Patrick, the president also blamed oil companies for not increasing production to uh, reduce prices. prices. Uh, let's listen. For U.S. oil companies that are recording their largest profits in years, they have a choice. One, they can put those profits to productive use by producing more oils, restarting idle wells, or producing on the sites they already are leasing. Giving the American people a break by passing some of the savings on to their customers and lowering the price of the pump. Or they can, as some of them are doing, exploit the situation, sit back, ship those profits to the investors, and while American families struggle to make ends meet. He called on Congress to fine companies with 9,000 unused oil drilling leases on public land if they don't start producing. What do you make of that, Patrick? You know, I think that's uh, somewhat of a grave threat and is another mistake that the Biden administration is making. Um, I think there are so many supply chain disruptions that aren't only affecting Chicagoans in our everyday lives, but many issues that are affecting oil companies' abilities to raise production. Mm -hmm. We've seen a massive hiring spree across the country. There's not enough uh, workers in the workforce, and oil companies are meeting the same uh, headwinds that many other businesses are, including steel shortages, even shortages of, of the sand that they use to frack uh, rock and derive crude oil. Uh, so there are many different supply chain challenges, and I think that what, what the president is suggesting uh, <clears throat> is, is that oil companies somehow have capacity to increase production when they really don't. And I think charging them for leases they aren't going to use or can't immediately use because of these challenges is, is potentially going to backfire. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot just announced her plan, and that's to give 50,000 prepaid gas cards worth $150 each to residents who are in need. Now, this is part of a a larger move that's going to cost the city $12.5 million. California and Maine have also announced similar efforts. What do you think of these? I'm very concerned that the city is incentivizing additional gasoline consumption, potentially, by issuing large relief in the form of gas cards. Part of the reason why gas prices in the United States have climbed so significantly is because of a disruption to supply, but it's also because Americans are consuming more and more every day. And the problem is, by issuing direct relief in the form of large amounts of money on gas cards, you're basically uh, reinforcing Americans to go out and, and spend it on gasoline. I think a much better solution would be indirect relief whether that be a rebate or check or something that does not push motorists to go out and maybe make a purchase of gasoline that they, that they don't otherwise need. It enables Americans not to feel the effects of prices, but therein lies the danger because Americans aren't going to change their behavior, uh, or Chicagoans may not, if they're not feeling the effects of high prices. Yeah. What do you think about this in, compared to like a, a citywide gas tax relief? I think tax relief is also a little bit of a slippery slope. It's less of a direct incentive. It's not as large as what potentially could be done in the form of gas cards. So it's maybe a better alternative. Uh, but I, I still think, you know, broader tax relief or longer-term relief may be the better answer that doesn't incentivize uh, consumers to rush out to the pump or, or maybe drive 
be more or take a spring break trip. Um, you know, a lot of the time when you're indirectly or when you're directly influencing prices and pushing them down through tax relief, it does incentivize consumers to react differently and, and maybe boosts demand instead of curbing it, which would lead to longer term relief at the pump. I see. Well, before I let you go, Patrick, tell us what you're going to be watching for in the coming weeks and months when it comes to oil production and gas prices. Well, you know, there's a lot going on this week. Obviously, the SPR announcement is, is, is a big one, and I'll be watching the International Energy Agency's outcome today of its meeting. In addition, OPEC uh, is, is meeting as well. So there's a lot going on. I'll be watching the, the crisis in Ukraine. Um, obviously, uh, there's a lot there, and, and U.S. sanctions on Russia, uh, and how Europe will respond if that will change it all as well. These are, are major events that, that could impact uh, the price of oil moving forward. It's Patrick DeHaan, Head of Petroleum Analysis at GasBuddy. Thank you, Patrick. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.